0: Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity, with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making, and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been
1: such a catalyst for change.
0: That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just it's been life-changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at oneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. This episode is an open chat between Henari and I, we've been together for 18 years, about relationships. Now, we have been through a lot. And in this conversation, we're going to talk about a key turning point that we went through in our relationship many years ago, where we cleaned up some stuff that was in the background for us and closed a back door. We also, in this conversation, have a big talk about how these things that operate in the background of our relationships and build up over time are the very things that actually impact the future of the relationship and actually what's possible for where that relationship can grow to. We talk about how cleaning out the cupboard and having the conversations that frankly are not easy to have creates space to create from. So this is a part of a series of conversations on my podcast where where basically Hinari and myself chit-chat and our intention for these conversations is to have more of an open chit-chat that's actually useful for you. I really hope you get a lot out of this conversation. I am Kate Marie O'Brien, the founder of SHE, Australasia's largest women's leadership and empowerment event, and I train, coach, and mentor women to be highly effective in what they're out to create in the world. See, over the years, I've become deeply passionate about seeing women truly live from their power, and I guess it's because, well, I know what it's like to experience the opposite. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the conversations, insights, and tools that will make an actual difference in you being able to switch on your inner leadership muscles, show up at a new level, and create what you're here to create. Welcome to she leads
1: a new future.
0: Hey guys, welcome back to this podcast. Big Uh,
1: big blue eyes staring straight at me.
0: As you can tell by the masculine voice in the background, this is another episode of um, Him and Her.
1: Kate and Hinadi.
0: We're still undecided. I think every single episode is probably going to start with an undecided on what this is actually called. These are the episodes, conversations where Hinadi and I are chit-chatting. We're still finding our feet in these conversations and finding the kinds of things that we want to talk about. It's funny because we have great conversations. One of my favorite things is that at night time when we hop into bed We usually talk for about half an hour Or we have these great conversations Oh my favourite And then the funny thing is You put a microphone or a camera on And then sometimes it just can get a little bit weird yeah, So yeah. but this is just going to be a chit chat okay, I, I wanted to start chit-chat. this about relationships
1: Well we've been in one for 18 years We've got two children We've got three dogs So there's a lot of relationships there Yeah Which is your favourite Out of the three dogs The husband or the kids
0: um, The whole lot
1: no, be honest. Which one's your favourite? What's the like, stack it? What's his number one, number two, number three? Um,
0: the poodle goes first.
1: Oh yeah, rusty. No,
0: I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah. But he is my therapy dog. Yeah. Um we've got a miniature toy poodle in amongst our pack of three and I have nicknamed him therapy dog because at night time he gives me cuddles and it is basically like therapy.
1: Oh, that wins all the time, yeah. Yeah. Relationships. It's... Relationships are dynamic, ever changing things. They they never stay static people try to keep them the same and they're just not designed to stay the same. When people try to keep them the same, life can either get boring or it can get repetitive or it can get circular. And so what me and Kate always are trying to do is create a relationship that's dynamic, Mm. a relationship that's creative and a relationship that's not stuck in how it was before.
0: I would actually say, assert that a lot of relationships aren't dynamic and growing.
1: Yeah. I I would say
0: that a lot of people get stuck into roles and they're, it's fucking hard not to as well. I went,
1: yeah, I went to a party the other day, and it was we were we were all having a good time until the partners started having a go at each other, mm. subtly, mm. or like one lady was talking to me about her husband while he was on the other side of the bar and how he's this and that, and I was Ooh, like, yeah, I don't need to hear this shit. That's like, that's some, your husband. Yeah. You, sh- you should. That's your ride or die. But what I realised is that there's so much stuff between those two that the only way they get it out is at a party when nobody's really listening it was horrible another couple was like she was trying to outdo him and he was he was trying to just be with her and it was like holy fuck and these are these are these are one was a hollywood actress another one was a um business a very high to do businessman these are people that are up to stuff but relationships when they come together are so dynamic that uh what do you want to add?
0: Yeah, you just said something that I want to... Okay, um, sorry, I
1: saw your I wanna... thinking, so I jumped, jumped yeah, to he your s- side.
0: saw my thinking face. You said about uh, there's so much stuff in the background. That's big for relationships.
1: Unsaid stuff.
0: Unsaid stuff in the background.
1: Over time, it builds up. People don't realise that, like... Say if you get someone whacks you with a stick, you're going to remember that they whack you with a stick. Mm. In relationships, that happens in words and in actions, mm. but it happens again and again, and so... Our bodies are biological systems of stimulus and response. So what happens is when things happen to us in words that can impact us or in actions, we store that shit away. Mm -hmm. And so when I was talking to that couple at this party, she was just letting me know about all that storage that was between her and her husband. Relationships are, are very dynamic and changing all the time. And we try to keep relationships the same. And in doing that, we really restrict the...
0: Our own growth, actually. Yeah,
1: we do. That's because
0: it. basically when we're in a relationship with someone, and it's it's any type of relating, it could be like an intimate relationship, it could be a friendship relationship, it could be a sibling relationship, parent-child, there are set agreements of how we are together and the roles in which we play. And it's freaking challenging to break out of that and to actually grow forward. But for however long that we stay within those roles within the relationship... Then it, there's a level to which we're held back.
1: Can I give an example?
0: Um, I'm scared. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> Depends what example. You but should yes, see go me and Kate.
1: It. We both because we're trying to get our best, best selves out here, so we've got our thinking faces on. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of an example about relationship. So as a kid, I grew up in a in a beautiful family in Flaxmere, New Zealand. But there's certain you know there's, there's violence and certain other things that are going on. Uh, I don't have a great relationship with my mum as I'm growing older and so uh, that which happens through certain circumstances I'm trying to be PC here Mm -hmm. uh, and then that builds up in the background without me knowing that it's there it's just from the experiences you know parents do that to us as kids and we I mean that's what happens that then carries on into relationships I have with other people including women so when I married Kate I didn't actually know that in the background Mm -hmm. uh, I was always going to keep a back door open to get out of the relationship because I didn't want to be hurt like I'd been hurt in the past. Now I didn't know that was happening that was just happening like a background noise that occurred from all the uh, situations that occurred as a kid, a teenager and and into a young man. So at a certain point um, when I discovered that I had the choice to keep it a secret or to speak about it with Kate. Now everything in my body said keep it a secret because Mm -hmm. the body is a system of survival so when I if I was to say it 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 would literally feel like I wasn't going to survive it felt like someone had a knife to my throat or a gun to my head or a lion was in front of me because that uh, Mm. hidden agenda which I didn't really know was there was keeping me safe from being hurt in relationships so I had the option and I felt it like I literally started sweating heating up Mm. from the core because something before you spoke to me before I spoke to Kate yeah Yeah. so but the thing was if I didn't reveal that uh, hidden agenda which is hidden for a long time not only to my conscious mind but to um, my relationship if I didn't reveal that 99% 99 99.9% of the time I wouldn't even be sitting here now with Kate Mm. so I had to reveal it in language so that we could both see what she could feel Mm. and she knew was going on
0: but didn't consciously but know that I couldn't consciously could feel know, there yeah. was something. Off. And
1: this this has happened a lot of times in our relationship along the way, especially with me. Uh, <laughs> <or you> <laughs> <wasn't>? <laughs>
0: Just when you said especially with me, it gave me the giggles. Yeah, carry
1: on. Especially You're me. doing great. But um, so then, I and speaking to it with Kate, I had the opportunity to bring forth something in the background that was restricting our relationship, be close. Mm. And by bringing it into a conversation, we had we could see it, hear it, we could feel it. It wasn't hidden anymore. And Kate. After a little bit of um, annoyance, frustration, came back and said, I knew that something was going on. I didn't know what it was, but now it's here. We can speak about and talk about it. And what happened was it allowed me to step into a relationship in the future that was uh, that's still alive now. We're still together mm. 18 years on. Now, that wouldn't be possible if I had kept that hidden in the background. We may be together, but mm. we wouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Just like my friend be drifting. at the party. Drifting apart. Yeah, like my friend at the party, they were together, but they're not fully together.
0: Mm.
1: And so they think they're together. Well, they're together physically in proximity to each other, but whatever's happened in their past and consistently continues to happen, they're not like fully together. Mm. And this is a uh, purposeful in being human because it keeps us safe. Those things that we think we should hide, forget about, ignore, avoid, pretend we don't know. Uh, even pretend that we don't know that we we, we're pretending we don't know (laughs) those things are really uh, the things that unless we speak about them or let them through can um, cause relationships to fall over even though at times like I go through a lot and I'm quite a creative so I make a lot of mistakes in my life more than I would say the average person does but one of the things I've really learned to do is to speak about it with you right mm. even if it hurts i
0: want to say something i wouldn't say you make more than the average person i was say you're more honest than the average person about the mistakes you make yeah you're more vocal you and i talk about fucking everything it's almost been i was going to say to your detriment at times that yeah. you've told me things well i learned it long, hasn't been easy
1: yeah i learned a long time ago if i can be honest then those don't trail off into the background and make me less um honest so yeah levels of honesty in a relationship are, everyone knows that are important
0: that moment that Hinari was talking about when he said what I he dream said dream that day, that. that was like a line in the sand moment where we actually created a new future together in our relationship and we created some new commitments but here's what happened, about a few months later after that, I had sneaky little things going on in my life and I hadn't realised it, i justified it, there was things that I was doing that I didn't tell Hinari about yeah. and because that day that Hinari closed the back door for himself on his end, said the thing that he hadn't been saying that was really challenging to say and we together drew a line in the sand and created a new future and then some commitments together okay all oh, great wonderful good on Kate for um, bringing you know really choosing this with Hinati. congratulations Kate patting Kate on the back moving forward three months oh
1: yes here's, here's
0: all the areas where I was being sneaky that I hadn't realised and now it's Kate's time to fess up
1: yeah, so by me admitting something to like doing in the relationship that I was going to leave it because of the previous history, it gave Kate an opportunity to come clean and be honest as well, and uh, she did. Yeah, tell me about her secret bank account that she used. <laughs> I bet all you a lot of women are like yes, so what?
0: And and I've the, told
1: a lot of women this, and they're like yes, so what we, and we where, we'll do?
0: It. And where the mail was being sent to work, not home, so that Hennadi never knew about the secret yes. bank account. Oh yeah, juicy, it's, juicy. Yeah. That was a conversation we had to have,
1: and that's why I think we keep those things around. Yeah. Because it gives us a little power. It gives us a little bit of, oh yeah, I've, I've, got, I've still got my power in the relationship somehow. But it's not powerful in the long term because we're having to hide. The more that we have to hide, the more that we can, the less we're expressed as human beings. When a person has a lot to hide, there's less expression coming from them because uh, their mind's trying to shut areas of their life down so that no one else can see them.
0: And when there's non-truthfulness between our two people that shit stacks up over time and has a major impact.
1: Yeah, and you can't stop this. People are like, oh, yeah, i have got a strategy to stop this. No, life keeps occurring to mm. show us more learnings. So you might clean out the house, like with me and Kate, I'm gonna create mm. a new relationship. But along the way again, I made mistakes. Yeah, And uh, just like you walk through life and you stub your toe, you don't want to stub your toe But you stub it And then maybe six months later You slam your finger in the door You don't want that to happen But those things happen And the way that we deal with them You put a plaster on your toe You wrap up your hand And you carry on You address
0: it Clean as you go Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Now what we're talking about Is not easy to do Many relationships out there Have so much stuff in the background mm-hmm. That over time collects, uh, Collected from over time Just becomes overwhelming enough For people to separate relationships But the thing is If you go into a new relationship that's still all in the background. So even though... And, you... and
0: without the skills of addressing stuff. Yeah. Because that wasn't learned along the way.
1: Yeah. And so if you go into a new relationship, it's all lovely for The first six a year again, but that stuff's going to resurface. So,
0: yeah, it's all lovely when that stuff hasn't been yet built up. Well, I
1: know he actually got a mate that for years, uh, when it got to the point of a new uh, like things being revealed, he just would change relationships. Oh,
0: yeah, so he
1: would go the next one. But so,
0: so, so, literally go to another relationship, and yeah. it's not, not a build up of history, no, so there's no start history. Again. So, yeah,
1: so he'd start again. But the thing was, the history he,
0: builds up and then leave.
1: Well, he never, um, he wasn't trusted, number one, mm. and number two, uh, as time went on, the years rolled by, there was less of him there you couldn't really relate to him because he was always hiding something
0: so I've got a question for you so how do people start with the process like if someone's sitting there they're listening to this conversation and they're like oh yeah I've got a whole lot of crap in the background like a whole lot of dirty dishes how do I start where do I start
1: so if you don't want to reveal the dirty dishes to anybody because some of it might be too big like uh, that you just don't feel like you can you get a journal and you start writing it down mm. and if you can't reveal it to the person that you need to speak to, like with me, I was like, "Fuck, I'm all in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shake till I fucking sweat it out," mm. which I did. But if you're not able to do that, you start writing all that stuff down in the background, so you start getting it out of you. Now, you always write for 15 minutes because the first 15 minutes, your brain tries to rationalize and say that and think the right things. Remember, the brain's key functions is survival, so when you write for 15 minutes, it'll try and tell you that the things that it thinks it needs to tell you and then after that 15 minutes it'll get into the unconscious and might start saying things that you don't think it should say but you should write those things down anyway Get it out. Because by getting it out, remember the human body is designed to get stuff in and out, in and out flow. For instance, we eat food, we shit it out, we drink water, we pee, the body does it naturally. The only thing that it does unnaturally is it tries to hold in words. So because Mm -hmm. we've got a brain, it tries to hold in the things that it doesn't think it should let out. Mm. No other system in the body does that naturally. Mm. Like the digestive system brings in and gets rid of. The lungs bring in and get rid of. Because it's beyond our thinking capacity. The brain is the only thing that tries to hold on or hide things that it doesn't think it should release. So when we allow those natural systems to occur, releasing of words that have meaning to them, that have, may have a story in it or a memory in it, what it does is it starts the natural flow that we, we need to have within our, which naturally occurs in our body. Being accountable for all areas of our life makes a difference to our relationships that we have. It's not perfect. And, like, when you get it one time, you, you might not get it the next time. But it makes life and gives life a certain level of creativity that allows it to be juicier.
0: Something practical for people, if they're finding that they're in some kind of relationship and they can feel there's a whole lot of backlog, the first thing you started with was writing. Writing can be a great tool. And so, writing, you mentioned, write for at least 15 minutes because then you'll go past what the brain just typically dialogues in and then get into, like, a into, tap into what needs to come out. What's another tool that can be useful for people? Or just, where would you say for people to start, to actually start getting into communication with the people that they want to actually have a better relationship with?
1: Yeah, the simplicity of it is, you you have to be honest. Ooh. But what happens is, I'd just say the brain Mm. Wants us to be safe more than honest Ooh. So it's trying to uh, I think the terms are backwards Rationalised cognitive dissonance What it's trying to do is turn positives uh, Negatives into positives really quickly So it helps it survive So when honesty actually goes against The natural um, safety mechanisms of the brain mm-hmm. Especially at, uh, at, at The depths of honesty So um, it's 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 easy to talk about But difficult to do Yeah. Because I, when I did it I was shaking, sweating Felt like I was shitting, vomiting, mm-hmm. because all of that um, hidden. It feels
0: like you've been caught.
1: Yeah, it feels like I've been caught. Yeah, mm. and all of that hidden stuff has a biological effect at the neurological level of the body, like shitting, feeling like shitting, vomiting, and shaking.
0: So, with that being said, what advice would you give? Is like, look, is come to our event,
1: a- come to some <laughs> of our events. Like, shit, we got she leads. Come to okay. that, we'll, we'll look at it directly as a as a family, as a community. Uh, to shift some stuff. And when you shift stuff, then access to space happens, like more space opens up. One of the real good reasons of doing the stuff like this is it gives, once that's dealt with in the brain, in the back of the brain, it opens up more space to create. Mm-hmm. When people aren't creative or they're not able to go forward, it's because of all that background cognition that's going on beyond consciousness. It's like uh, having, like, it's like sitting in your lounge in the bathtub in your bathroom is filled to the brim and overflowing in the lounge is nice watching the tv having a cup of tea or a drink but not dealing with the overflowing bathtub which is the thoughts is going to have a consequence Mm. to the whole structure of the house Mm. that has a consequence to the whole structure of the brain and people that talk about the past a lot or resentments a lot or how it was or who's doing this usually has an overflowing brain occurring in the background while trying to show in the foreground that their lounge is beautiful and clean and they're having a few drinks with their mate. Oh, I really like that
0: metaphor.
1: Oh, thank you. I made it up on the spot.
0: Yeah, I know. You have the best freaking metaphors. Uh,
1: Information doesn't cause transformation. Mm. So you can read books, you can listen to podcasts, gives them some tips and and stuff, but it doesn't really impact their lives uh, as much as we would want to that's why uh, you should come to our things now seriously she leads is in australia later on i'd love to see some of you there
0: we do a lot of this actual work at she leads live
1: i only do this now in biz in our business when working with businesses and entrepreneurs if they're not getting into action so when people aren't getting into action usually they've got all this background stuff that's filling their heads up mm. and causing them not to get what they're wanting so we only deal with it then i'm not into looking navel gazing at emotionalities and all of that and le- unless it gets them doing something different.
0: So Hinari coaches a lot of people who are, have got incredible businesses and who are entrepreneurs. He'll coach them into getting results and this level of coaching is often worth, worth what comes up that gets in the way of them getting the results. Yeah, and, a, and accountability
1: to those results, mm. which a lot of people try to get out of because the brain doesn't like being accountable to stuff. It's <laughs> just, it just is unsafe. Too or true. F- feels unsafe. Too true. Anyway. So we're uh, going to
0: wrap this episode yep, up here. cool. As you know, these are some regular conversations that Henari and I are having on this podcast. Him and her.
1: Kate and Henari. And And on that note. (laughs) And on that
0: note. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you, and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable.
1: Having the balls to actually be myself
0: and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in.
1: If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.